up, what up, what up, Ethos? And welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, March 8th edition. I am joined by the one, the only, DJ Sammy Caps. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing well. What's up, guys? Happy Tuesday. How you doing, Santino? Doing pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, the weather's starting to warm up over here. So I'm hoping that's uh, we turned a corner in the Northeast and about to be sh- it's shirt, uh, t-shirt and shorts weather once it hits uh, 40 degrees. <laughs> Man, I can't wait. I'm tired right. of winter. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, nice. It's been nice the last couple of days, so I'm just hoping. Besides the rain, it's been it's been nice. So we'll see. We'll see. But we got a nice one here too. We got we're caught right in the middle of a a six game slate here. I know tomorrow or Wednesday is going to be just everybody. Thursday, no one's playing. There's only two games. Uh, Friday, big one. Uh, so we got caught in the middle with a six gamer. I think it's going to be pretty nice. Yeah, I'm ready ready to get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have three game totals and spreads for tonight. And by far the highest is this first game that tips off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Brooklyn Nets taking on the Charlotte Hornets in Charlotte. Uh, we have a five-point. The Nets are five-point road favorites, and the over/under is a whopping 241. On the injury report, um, we have Joe Harris is going to miss the year. Ben Simmons still not ready. Aldridge is out for this one as well. Cam Thomas is questionable. Hornets have Book Knight, Gordon, um, both out, and Jalen McDaniel's as questionable. Uh, I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Nets side of the ball? Well, I only have a couple guys. Um... And it really has has to do with Kyrie plays, which I believe they're on the road. Mm-hmm. So he should be playing tonight. Um, but I have Bruce Brown at 5,300. He played 30 minutes in each of, his, each of his last three games, even with Irving in the lineup against Boston, uh, their last game out. He played 30 minutes and had 16 points with six boards and five assists. So I think he's worth a look, even if Kyrie's in the lineup. Um, and if you don't want to pay, pay up for Kyrie, I think he'll be a nice fill-in for you. And I'm also looking at Seth Curry, also 5,300. Uh, he is another guy who played almost 30 minutes in the last game. Uh, he played actually 29. Um, his production was kind of down, but I think at his price tag, I he would be a flyer um, if maybe you need a, a fill-in at the utility spot or even at the shooting guard spot. Um, but I'd be, I'd be cautious with Curry, but he's definitely worth a look. But who are you looking at? Yeah, in this game, uh, they're going to score a lot of points in this game. Love Kevin Durant at 11-1. First game back in a long time there. Uh, Miami, he played 35 minutes. And then the second game, a couple days later, he played 39 minutes. He just looks seamless. Uh, 31 and 37 actual points in those two games. Just looks great. So I can rock with KD again uh, at 11-1 in this matchup. I like Brown. I think Brown's pretty solid here. Um, 5,300 in this type of matchup is a good, good price tag. And without LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, that's big news for the front court. Um, Drummond probably gets the first shot at things. Uh, James Johnson's going to get an extra, extra run here. Um, Nick Claxton's been finding himself in the rotation lately. Uh, 18 minutes in that last game against Boston. That could be more without Aldridge. So I'm keeping an eye on what the front court shakes out. Uh, but right now I know Drummond should play. He only played 17 minutes in that last one, so uh, that was rough. But whoever draws that start, likely Drummond. I don't mind the backup or even a James Johnson throw there, uh, even a Drogic. But I think KD is – you can play him any format. Bruce Brown is very solid right now. 
Um, and then that front court, I'm very interested in the front court without Aldridge. Uh, that's Claxton, Drummond, and Johnson at their at their price tags. And then jumping on for the next game, I think this game in general, you could you could have a lot of plays because it's gonna yeah. 241 is gonna be easily <laughs> the highest over under of the night. Um, <clears throat> on the other side of the ball, Lamelo's under 9K again. Uh, he played eight minutes a few games back, which was just a dud. Uh, he he got into foul trouble very early. He had four fouls. And then uh, the game just got out of hand, so they didn't need to bring him back. Last game, he he bounced back, uh, flirting with a triple double. I think this game is is some similar. He's going to be pretty solid in this one. It's just a very very good matchup all around. Going to be a lot of offense, uh, but I don't mind if you want to save some money. Bridges and Rozier are are solid there as well. Uh, without Gordon Hayward, Ubre and and PJ Washington are getting more minutes. Here I'll see in some time. Um, <clears throat> out of all those guys, though, probably go. Um, Ubre over Washington. I like uh, Rozier a little bit more than Bridges. And then there's Hero. I like in the front court of those guys, but I think there are a lot of options. I, I just this game is a game that you can stack. Um, but I do like Lamelo and, and Rozier if I have the money to to spend up there. How about you? Yeah, no, I literally have all four of those guys, <laughs> and I knew I was going to steal some of them from you. Um, <laughs> the only thing that I think I should add here is I'd be cautious with uh, Miles Bridges tonight, guys. I feel like he's just somebody to look at. Um, but other than that, I think we could we could put in Harrell, Ubre, and uh, even PJ. I'm a little pessimistic on on PJ Washington. Um, I'd be cautious with him too, but he's definitely worth a look as well. All right, I like it. And then we're gonna jump on over to the next game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers taking on the Indiana Pacers. Uh, we have a 221 game total. And the Cavs are four and a half point road favorites. On the injury report, Jared Allen, Karis Levert, Colin Sexton, Dylan Windler all out. Rajon Rondo is questionable. Uh, Batatze, Duarte, and Lance Stevenson questionable. And then we have McConnell, My, uh, Turner, Warren, Rubio all out for the Pacers. I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on this Cleveland side? Well, I have a couple guys. Um, I'll be definitely looking at Laurie Markinen. Uh, he's 5,700 tonight. He played 38 minutes in the last game out, and he double-doubled with 22 points and 12 boards. So for under 6K, I think I can look for him to produce again for that price tag. Um, and I'm also looking at C.D. Osmond. He played 32 minutes in each of their two last games. He scored 20 and 17 points. His rebounds and assists don't really trend or um, really come over to the minutes that he played. Um, he was definitely scoring more. But I think for the price tag at 4,500, he's definitely a nice value play tonight. Um, and then lastly, I'm looking at Kevin Love. He's 5,800. He double doubled against the 76ers with 11 points and 10 boards, and he almost did it again the last time out, having 15 points and nine boards. So I looked for him to be another value play and possibly a low end double double tonight. But who are you looking at? Yeah, and I, I really like the front court in this uh, this matchup without Allen in the lineup. I think it gives a big boost to Mobley, who's going to play a lot more center here. Uh, we saw him in the last game. When Allen went out. He just did awesome, 20 and 17. Uh, <clears throat> I like him at 7K. Love, Markkinen. I like both these guys. Uh, I lean more towards Love just because he can pile up points in bunches, and he's only it's a $100 difference, so I lean Love there. Uh, but I think all three of those guys uh, are pretty solid options here. Ed Davis, if you're going to take a flyer, might draw the start. I only he only played seven minutes, but he he started in the past. Uh, I really wouldn't want to do that. I hope people 
do it if he does draw the start, but um, I like those big three guys. Uh, that's probably where I'm leaning towards. I don't mind the the last Jedi there at 45, but uh, not huge on him at the same time. I really like those three front court guys here. On the other side of the ball, there's still some some stuff to like here. Um, Isaiah Jackson's 5100. He's starting to drop a little bit, which is good. I only played eight minutes in the last game, four fouls. That's that's been his thing. Uh, he's getting into foul trouble extremely early. Uh, but if he can hold off on the fouls and see mid 20s minutes uh he has potential for 35 to 40 points here um he's just a really solid player he he grabs stocks and grabs rebounds even in a tough front court matchup uh somewhat less tough without jared allen but still tough because mobley's awesome um don't mind jackson here outside of that probably not going too much attacking on the uh at the the calves here i think halliburton and brogdon are pretty fair priced um don't really want many others. I like Jalen Smith a little bit too, but I'll probably take more of a chance on Isaiah Jackson. But how about you? Yeah, no, I also like Brogdon and Jalen Smith as well. Um, But the other guy I'm looking at is Goga. He's 3,800. He played 24 minutes and scored 20 points. So, I mean, almost a point a minute, which is we we've seen a lot, but it's kind of still pretty rare. Um, And he had six rebounds. So for under 4,000, I think you'd be a good value play for us tonight. All right, I like it. We'll jump on over to the last game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Phoenix Suns taking on the Orlando Magic. Uh, we have no spread for this one, but we have an injury report. On the Suns, um, we have Devin Booker, Cam Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Chris Ball, Dario Saric all out, uh, Jonathan Isaac, Bull Bull out, and Jalen Suggs as questionable for the Magic. Throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Sun side of the ball? Well, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to to not say Jay Crowder over here. I mean, he's 5,100 still. Uh, he's been on a tear lately, and he's killing it in actual points and actual fantasy. Um, in his last four games, he's had 15 or more actual points, and he's been close to a double double a couple of a couple of those games. So I think he could have a low end double double tonight, and I think he could bring back some big value for us. Um, and I'm also looking at Cameron Payne. He's at 5,300, so he's a couple more than Crowder is. But he's been playing excellent in his last two games. He had 17 points, three boards, and 16 assists against New York. And then he also had 23 points with two boards and eight assists in his last game against the Bucks. So I don't think this will last. Um, I look for his numbers to go down, especially scoring numbers. But I think if he gets 30 minutes, he should play pretty well. Um, but who are you looking at? Yeah, and I like both those guys. Uh, depending if the injury report stays the same in Booker and Cam, Johnson don't get upgraded. Uh, I I really think campaign at 5,300 is one of the best plays. Uh, Jay Crowder at 5,100 is just a very solid play as well. Um, and then I really like DeAndre Ayton. I think at 6,600, that's too cheap for him as well. Uh, with all these people out, he just had a big game against Milwaukee. I think it'll come back here again against uh, Orlando. I don't think the matchup is going to be to where they're not going to play 30 minutes. He had 32.5 fantasy points against these guys in a 17-10 double-double in this only meeting in 25 minutes. But uh, without Booker, without Paul, without Cam Johnson, other people, uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout like that, and he should see 30-plus minutes. So Aiton, Payne, and Crowder are all with it play for me. Um, and then Shemet, another guy, uh, 3,700, a guy you can take a flyer on here. He played 
28 minutes and 34 minutes in the last two games, uh, scored 17 points against Milwaukee. Could do it again here. There's a lot of opportunity for him, and that's such a cheap price tag that uh, I can take a chance on him as well. Um, <clears throat> on the other side of the ball, Jalen Suggs is questionable. If he doesn't play, that opens things up um, a little bit here. I know Hampton would play more minutes, possibly start. Gary Harris would see more minutes. Uh, Ukiki would see more minutes at, at the forward position. Uh, well, things will change, but if they don't, I'm really not in love here uh, with everybody else potentially healthy, and, and I think Suggs does play. Uh, Cole Anthony's uh, with Foles playing mid-teens, that just um, kind of does cap him a little bit, and, and Foles is, needs the ball or takes the ball in his hands a little bit. Also hurts Suggs. Um, I think Okiki at 5,300 is a guy that I'm looking at with or without Suggs. And that's probably it for now. Um, Bamba, I do like at 5,500, but he's been hit or miss. So probably not not much that I'm liking on this side of the ball. How about you? Yeah, um, I'm liking Cole Anthony uh, as well. But to add on, I am also looking at Franz Wagner um, as well. He's 60, he's, wow, 60,000. <laughs> he's 6,000. <000. laughs> Um, and he's been close to a double-double in his last three games. He's had 28, 11, and 15 points to go along with six, seven, and five rebounds. And his assists have, are a little low, but he had one, five, and six assists in those last three games. And I think tonight against the Suns, he's definitely worth the price tag. And I'm going to call my shot here and say he's going to have a low-end double-double for us tonight. All right, I like it. All right, jumping on to the next game of the night. At 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have the New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. It's the last spread we have of the night, 231 game total. The Grizzlies are five-point home favorites. Um, on the injury report here, we have Dylan Brooks is out for the Pelicans, Kyra Lewis, Larry Nance, Zion Williamson. Throw it over to you. What are you looking at on this Pelican side? Man, I don't know. I mean... I kind of have that same feeling that you had with the magic. Um, I'm really not really not intrigued by anybody except for obviously their big three, McCollum, Bellatunas, and Ingram. Um, so if you guys are wanting to pay up for one or two of those guys, I would say go for it. Um, but I'm really not thrilled with the rest of the lineup right now. But who are you looking at? Yeah, I, if I want to pay up, uh, I would go towards um, Ingram at 8,500. I just think it might be a little much. His two games against the Grizzlies so far just weren't good at all. Uh, 15 of 35 from the field. He, he's averaging 28 fantasy points against them. I don't think that's going to stick. I think he's going to be a lot better. Uh, but I don't know if he'll hit the 45-50 point mark, which I would want him if I'm going to spend that much. Uh, though, out of this squad, he would be the guy uh, that I'm looking at. And then Jackson Hayes. Uh, I'm intrigued by him and Herb Jones still. He's still seeing minutes in the high 20s. Uh, this might be a matchup where he plays more because Jaron Jackson is the four. Um, and they play Brandon Clark a lot. They play uh, Kyle Anderson. So he might see minutes in the high 20s again to 30s. Uh, and then at 5K, I don't mind that. Same with Herb Jones. The guy's just very solid all around. Uh, so I don't mind taking a chance on him. He played 40 minutes in the game against Denver. They went to OT. Um <clears throat> So there's, you know the minutes are going to be there. So those two guys I would take look at, but I'm not in love with them. Uh, same with Ingram. I, I, I like him, but I don't know if I want to go that price tag. Um, then on the other side of the ball, you're in a pretty good matchup. Uh, both these teams have been playing hot. Pelicans have been really solid uh, since the trade deadline, and 
since they made that move, started acclimating. And even before that, they were starting to play better. Uh, and then we know the Grizzlies have been, right now, the second-best record in the West. So uh, kudos to them. Um, 10-7 for Ja, even though he was on a tier, is is still pretty high. He did score 53 fantasy points against these guys in his lone meeting. Uh, so you know it's there, but that is pretty high. Probably won't go there. <clears throat> Desmond Bain is a guy I do like, though, 6,500. Um Hasn't been playing the greatest lately, though, in the last two games. He has 36 and 42 fantasy points. Started turning on with uh, 10 of 15 from the field and then 11 of 12 from the uh, 11 of 22 from the field, <laughs> 11 of 12 <laughs> uh, uh, from the last two games. So he's starting to heat up again. And when he is on his heaters, I think Desmond Bain's a really solid play here at 6,500. Um, Steven Adams, another guy, 6,300, has been playing really well. And this is a team that he played on last year, so might have a little in- extra incentive. Uh, I would much prefer Bain out of the two if you had to pick. It didn't matter position, uh, plus 200. But those two guys I'm looking at a little bit here. Uh, how about you? Yeah, no, I I definitely um, agree with you. I, I like Bain or Adams. Um, but, I mean, if you guys need a big guy, you're looking at Adams. He double-doubled in his last game out, 23 points and 12 boards. I don't look for him to have less points in this one, but I think it have, can have a low-end double-double with 15 points and maybe 10 boards. All right, I like it. Jumping on over to the next game, we have the Milwaukee Bucks taking on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, no more spreads. The next two on the injury report, Pat Connington, Grayson Allen, Brooke Lopez, George Hill, Lou Dort, Derek Favors, Josh Giddy, Ty Jerome, Mike Muscala, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Kenrick Williams, all out. Isaiah Roby, questionable. Throw it over Holy. you. Holy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why I usually go last names quick because uh, some teams like the Thunder just have everybody on the injury report. Um, right? It's it's nuts. But I'll throw it over to you. Uh, what are you looking at on this Bucks side of the ball? Well, I got a couple guys. Um, one, I'm not too thrilled about, but, I mean, he's 3,400. It's Sergey Ibaka. Um, he double-doubled his last game out, which really caught my eye. I feel like it really might have been a fluke um, because he only played 22 minutes, but he produced with the time he had on the floor. Um, so I won't go flying to Adam in my lineups tonight, but he's someone definitely to think about if you need one or two more roster spots to fill. Um, and I'm also looking at Bobby Portis. He's 6,200. Uh, he had a down game his last time out, but he was killing it before then. And the four previous games, he had 30 points, 20 points. 15 and 12 points, and then he even double-doubled in two of those games. I think he'll bounce back tonight and get right back on track. But who are you looking at? Yeah, no, I don't even know if this game's going to be competitive enough that I want Giannis, Holiday, or Middleton, uh, though I think they can all in limited minutes hit value here. I don't know about crushing it, but they could possibly hit. Maybe not Giannis just because 12K still. Um, yeah. I do really like Portis. I'm with you on Portis. Uh, I think it's a Bobby Portis game at 6,200. I'll take that. I like the surge uh, call there. He, he he did surge in the last game with it, 22 <laughs> minutes in a double-double. Uh, and it's against the team that he started his career with. So uh, there's some potential to like there. And another guy I'll throw in, Jordan Nora at 3,100. Played a nice 26 minutes in the last game. Uh, put up over 20 fantasy points. No Grayson Allen. No Pat Connaughton. Uh, more minutes for him on the wings. There's Wes Matthews is, doesn't really do much. Uh DeAndre Bembry is kind of in, kind of out. Uh, so Nora could probably see another 25 minutes, especially if this game gets out of hand against whoever's going to be playing on, on the Thunder. Uh, so that's a that's a pump play that I, I 
would take a chance on here. Uh, but we'll jump on over to the other side of the ball. Um, just everybody's out. If Lou Dort does play, uh, that might change some things. He could be in play for me here, but um, I don't know. Uh, Shy is uh, 10-6, a little high, high price. He's been on fire, but I think they're just going to key in on him this entire time. That's pretty much all they have to key in on. Um, if Isaiah Roby does play at 5,300, I do like him. His last two games uh, before he got hurt, he put up over 92 fantasy points combined. He was on fire, so I do like him if he plays. If he doesn't, Pokemon started at center in the last game. Uh, that's that's some nice news. He played 34 minutes, had a 12-11 double-double. I think he'll be certainly in play again. I think he's a decent play uh, without or with Roby. Without Roby, I, I like him there. Trey Mann would get a bump, too, at 5,500. Um, then there's just a bunch of take-your-picks, but... Uh, right now, I would look, if Dort does play, he he's an option here. Um, but Roby and Pokemon, then Trey Mann were the three guys I'm keying in on the most. How about you? Yeah, I mean, obviously with everybody else, everybody out, there's really not much that catches, catches my eye tonight. Um, but I agree. I'm looking at Pokemon, 5,600. Like you said, he had 12 points, 11 boards, uh, low-end double-double there. So I think he stands out to me, and he could be someone to help us out tonight. All right, uh, last game of the night. We have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Golden State Warriors. Uh, again, no spread for this one. Uh, we have an injury report. Robert Covington, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Norman Powell, Jason Preston, Jay Scrub, all out for the Clippers. Um, Warriors are on the back end of a back-to-back. They pretty much rested everybody on Monday. So take your pick on what the injury report is going to look like. We can I can let you know who all the people they rested. Steph Curry, or well, rested out. Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, Otto Porter Jr., Gary Payton Jr., James Wiseman, uh, Andre Iguodala, Juan Descano. Uh, pretty much all these people were uh, Descano played, but everybody else uh, was out. Descano was questionable. Yeah. Big, big list there. Probably most of them play, but we'll see. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on this Clippers side of the ball? Well, for the Clippers, I definitely have Amir Coffey. Uh, he's 3,600. Um, he played 31 minutes against the Knicks his last time out and had 16 points with only a couple of boards and assists. But I think for under 4K, he could be someone to use up the last bit of your salary cap on tonight. Um, and then I'm looking at Isaiah Hartenstein, 5,100. He had 12 points and 14 points in his last two games out and also had five boards and five assists against the Lakers and had two boards and four assists against the Knicks. So I think as long as he can play 20 or more minutes, he has he has more of a chance to produce, in my opinion. But who else are you looking at? Yeah, um, I kind of like Terrence Mann. I keep going back to him. I think he's pretty solid. Uh, he's getting a bunch of run, and he's getting an opportunity to, to do everything. Uh, you, you look, you see the playmaking. He has at least four assists in four of the last five games. Uh, he has he's been rebounding. He has at least seven rebounds in four of the last five games. Uh, and then the scoring was there last couple games, not so much. He's averaging about uh, exactly 10 in his last four games. But he's been pretty solid outside of that. <clears throat> um, if you can ump that to the mid-teens again, I think you're – you're going to hit value here, so I don't I don't mind him, especially if a lot of people on the Warriors miss. Um, Hartenstein is a decent play. I think Zubats has been awesome, but I really just don't want to pay almost 7K. Uh, 
Mann and, and Hartenstein are probably the two guys, again, that I'm looking at the most. And, and you mentioned it one, Coffee. I think Kennard is another guy you can take a chance on um, if you're going the punt play route. But uh, they're never not too comfortable with taking that big punt play there, but um, not not terrible options, or not bad, I should say. Um, on the other side of the ball, I have no idea. I don't know. I know everybody was resting, but are they going to double rest? Because they're also playing on Thursday again. They were having three games in four nights. Uh, so we'll see. I know they, this team is on a slide right now, but I don't think they really care. They're not going to probably fall farther than fourth if they do fall to fourth. Uh, so we'll see. But if a Curry plays, I, I would rather just have Durant. Uh, probably won't go Thompson. Don't know if Wigan, if Curry or Thompson missed Wiggins to me at 6,400 is a solid play. Uh, other than that, it's tough. I don't know if Porter Jr. is going to play. Uh, that opens up a lot of things for a guy like Kaminga at 4,200. Would really like him there. Uh, Jordan Poole, again, if everybody misses. If Gary Payton plays and, and he's starting at 4K, I, I like that as well. Uh, so it's a lot to cipher through. But um, right now, Payton, Kaminga, and Wiggins are the three people I'm targeting. And then I'll change it all up depending on exactly what happens with people's statuses uh but how about you yeah i'm i'm looking at the same same guys i mean it's hard to tell i think the big three curry wiggins and clay i think they'll play especially they were sitting last night they'll play tonight um but i still think kaminga is a steal um i think he's a steal tonight honestly like you said 4200 uh he should get he should get maybe close to 20 25 with curry wiggins and clay playing um, if for some reason they sit, I think he could get another 30 minutes and definitely give us some production with those minutes. Um, and then just to throw it out there, I I'm looking at pool as well. 5,300. Uh, I think if they sit, he'll be another steal of the night. Um, even if Curry Wiggins and clay plays, he'll definitely be somebody out in the court that could definitely production. All right. I like it. Um, all right, that does it for our six-game slate. But before we head out on here, let's throw our favorite player tiers out there. Um, I'll throw it over to you first. What do you? Which one do you want to go with? High, mid, low? I think I got everybody confused last week, so let's just go <laughs> high, mid, and low, right in the order. <laughs> let's do it. All right, who is your favorite high-priced play of the night? I got SGA just simply because... There's really no one else in the Thunder. Everybody, Everybody's hurt. We got Pokemon. But I think even though they might be focusing him a lot tonight, I think he could still do his thing. And for 10-6, I'd be okay paying up on that because I really I do like SGA a lot. Um, and I think we could kind of spread a little thinner elsewhere and still have a good night tonight. Who do you got? Yeah, I got I got KD. He's uh... – He's just phenomenal. There's there's nothing. The, the dude just comes back from missing however much time he is, misses, uh, whether it's from an Achilles, whether it's from just a strain, uh, and he picks up exactly where he left off, if not better, every time. So uh, in this matchup with a 241 game total, and it didn't even have to say that, the, the um, Hornets just want to run and score points, and KD will gladly take as many points as they can give him. Um but how about your favorite mid-tier play of the night? Yeah, no, that was definitely a good call. I definitely agree with KD. Um, but for my mid-value, I have Jay Crowder, 5,100. Like I said, he's been on a tear lately. 
in fantasy and in in real life. Um, and I think he could definitely he'll give us a lot of value back tonight for sure. But who who do you got? I like it, and uh, I actually I really like the mid tier here. But I want to go with his teammate campaign. Uh, there's if again if Booker plays that I'll change that I'll probably switch right over to another teammate Aiton or Portis. Uh, but right now with with no Booker no Paul dude's playing last two games over 30 minutes and over 40 fantasy points average. He's just running the show right now. Uh, and this matchup is the magic. So at 5300, that's just a steal of a price tag. All right. How about your favorite value play of the night? For my value, I'm going to stick with Kaminga. Like I said, I think for some reason, big three, they sit. He'll definitely give us 30 minutes tonight. If they play, I think he could at least get 20, 23, or 25, and he'll definitely give us value for 4,200. I think he's a steal. But who are you looking at? I like it. And I'm going to go just deep in the rabbit hole here, deep down. And I like Jordan Nwara. I mentioned it before. there's a potential that one of the big guys on uh, Milwaukee sits against the Thunder. If they don't, here um, <clears throat> we still have no Allen. We still have no Connaughton. He should play a solid chunk of minutes here uh, and blow up potential even if everybody plays. So I like Jordan Noir taking a taking a chance on him in not cash games but tournaments just because uh, cash you want to be a little bit more safer. All right. Awesome. That does it for our slate tonight. Is there anything else you want to say before we head on head on out of here? Not not really. Just good luck tonight, and um, I hope I got got some good calls for you guys. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> sounds good. All right, thank you everybody for tuning in. As always, we will catch you again tomorrow. Peace, peace out, guys. <laughs>